Welcome to the Disciple Making Leaders Podcast. I'm Mike Keaton, your host, and we are really glad that you have joined us today. I have the privilege to serve alongside Ken Adams, lead pastor of Crossroads Church and founder of Impact Ministries. And it's a privilege for us to be able to have conversations uh, on an ongoing basis, Ken, uh, uh, about how to flesh out disciple making in the context of a local church, but even more so today with you as we begin really a brand new uh, series here uh, exactly. in our Disciple Making Leader podcast on, on really how to, a pastor becomes a, a, a disciple making pastor. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Mike, I, uh, I'm really excited about this. Uh, really, the next six, including this one, the next six podcasts that we're going to do, uh, because we're going to have an opportunity to speak to one of the things that uh, I, 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 have, I have opportunities to talk to pastors all the time. And I think this is the one thing that uh, uh, if the church is going to really be what Jesus started the church to be 2,000 years ago, we've got to have pastors that are disciple-making pastors, you know, absolutely. That's right. So we're going to take a look at that for the next six uh, sessions. Well, why do you think that that is a topic that we need to address? Well, I think for a couple reasons. You know, first of all, uh, I, I, want, I want to just say this. I think that, uh, honestly, if the mission of the church is to make disciples of all nations, which clearly it is, right? I mean, that's what Jesus said 2,000 years ago. Right. So if the mission of the church is in fact to make disciples, then it, it's a no-brainer that every pastor ought to be a disciple-making pastor. Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if a pastor is not uh, set up to do the very mission of the church, then here's what's gonna happen. We are gonna lose our way. You know, we are not gonna accomplish the mission that we've been given to begin with from Jesus 2,000 years ago. You know, my experience is, Mike, that a lot of times, uh, what I find is that uh, the reason that a lot of pastors are, are not what you would call disciple-making pastors is because either A, uh, they have been under models of pastors that are not disciple-making pastors, and we reproduce what we see. We reproduce what we are. And so not, not that anybody does that intentionally, but if you haven't been under a disciple-making pastor, pretty good chance you're not going to catch that, right? More Correct. is caught than taught, so a lot of times That's that doesn't right. happen. But then I think another problem is, is that uh, a lot of times our theological training, our seminaries, are not setting us up to be disciple-making pastors. Wow. I had a great seminary education, very <clears throat> thankful for it. Gave me a lot of really good tools and resources. But the one thing it came up short on is equipping me to be a pastor that is leading uh, the church to be a disciple-making church. So I do believe that we keep falling short because we don't really have models of that and we don't have training that sets us up for that. Mm -hmm. So we have to figure out another way to do that. And quite honestly, uh, the very best resource for that is to go back to the life of Christ, to go back to the life of Jesus. If, we, if, if Jesus started a movement of multiplying disciples, then he is the perfect model of what it means to be a disciple-making pastor, and Mike, I I, I don't know, uh, I don't know any other way to say it, but this is that if Jesus becomes our model of how we ought to be pastoring the church, uh, we can't go wrong. You can't go wrong, and so uh, so we need to look at the scripture. We need to look at the gospels. We need to look at what Jesus did to really give us the pattern 
and the blueprint and the model for how we ought to be pastoring. It's his church to begin with. So uh, one of the things we'll talk about over the next several sessions is uh, that there are, when you look at the life of Jesus, uh, what you will see is this uh, little graphic shows it well, is that you will see that there are six priorities that we see in the life of Jesus that we ought to see in every disciple-making pastor. Hmm. So the first one is that uh, he just simply leads toward mission. We'll come back to that in just a minute. But a disciple-making pastor is going to lead toward mission. The second thing he's going to do is going to lead himself. Going to lead himself first, um, self-leadership. The third uh, priority is that he is going to uh, uh, lead uh, the organization. You're going to lead the church, if you will, or the movement uh, toward the mission of making disciples. Uh, the fourth uh, priority is he's going to lead leaders and he's going to help raise up, not just lead himself, but become a leader of leaders. And then uh, the fifth priority that we see is that uh, a disciple making pastor leads with a plan. So he's not winging it. He's right. actually got a plan to accomplish that. And the last thing is that he leads well and leads well. So uh, those are going to be the six priorities that we're going to be swinging for and we're going to be looking at. And the reason we are is because those are the things that we see in the life of Jesus himself. It's great. Ken, I always love it that we always look back to Jesus as our model and to see these characteristics in his life. It's so easy for us to just see that and then apply it. And yeah, that's what we absolutely. want to see happen in all yeah. our lives, but everybody yeah. who's tuning in with us today. So, so let's just dive in a little bit here okay. on the very first one. Right. How, does a, how does a pastor become a disciple-making pastor? by leading toward mission. Unpack that a little bit and explain well, what does yeah. it mean to lead toward mission? Yeah, so that really is the first priority. The first priority is that the job or the role of a disciple-making pastor is to always point people in the right direction and to point everybody in the same direction. Mm. So uh, again, so let's take it back to the life of Jesus. Let's go back to the life of Christ. So in Matthew chapter 28, Jesus tells his disciples to go and, uh, and, and meet him in a mountain in Galilee. Now, we don't know exactly where that is, but, uh, uh, but he gathered his disciples together. And one of the very last things that he says is that he says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you, and behold, I'm with you always to the end of the age. Now, so Jesus is about to send them out on mission. But here's what he does. Is it before he sends them out on mission, he points them or leads them toward the mission. In other words, is that he has really defined it. He's really made it clear. He's really made it clear what the mission is, how to accomplish the mission, and where to fulfill the mission. Mm. You know, what's funny, Mike, is that there's a lot of people, a lot of pastors today that quite honestly uh, aren't real sure what the mission is. Mm -hmm. and, and, and not their fault, but they've never really had the mission clearly defined, mm. uh, really don't know how to go about accomplishing the mission, and don't really know where the mission is to be carried out, where, where we focus on that. And what's amazing is, is in that really in that one statement, Jesus gives us every bit of that. You know, Jesus, uh, Jesus, first of all, is that Jesus made the mission very, very clear. And he didn't stutter. He said, 
here's what I want you to do. I want you to make disciples. And so uh, they knew that their goal was to uh, not go out and, and, and build great buildings or, uh, or, or you know, <laughs> do a lot of other things. They knew that their job was to produce disciples that looked like Jesus. Uh, the second thing he did is that his strategy was very clear. So they not only knew uh, the what, but they also knew the how. And so they knew that they were going to make disciples the same way he did. And he even spells that out. He said, by going, baptizing, and, and teaching, teaching, right? So he makes it very clear. Uh, the what is disciples, the how, going, baptizing, and teaching. And then he gives us the where. He makes, it, he makes the focus clear. So the mission's clear, the strategy's clear, the focus is clear. And here's what he says. He said, I want you to do that where? In Jerusalem and in Judea, Samaria, and then where? Ends of the earth. And to the ends of the earth. And Mike, if, all nations. Exactly. Right. And if we just if we just lock in on that and we just realize that is what if we are to pastor the church of Jesus Christ to fulfill the mission of Jesus Christ, then that is how we do it. Hmm. We lead toward mission. That's fantastic. You know? you know, it's you're right. It's so when you look back and you see, I mean, Jesus did make it very clear. And I don't think that on that day. That, that Peter looked to John and said, hey, what do you think he meant by that? Right. Because he showed them. That was how he demonstrated it right. to them. That's right. He led them toward mission. That's, That's the way right. he did it. Right. And, and, and the proof is that 2,000 years later is that the movement of Christianity is still going. It's still spreading. It's still, uh, you know, it's still reaching people around the globe. And that doesn't happen unless... The, uh, the, the leaders that Jesus sent out, unless he did not lead them toward a mission. You know, right. they, were, they would just all be doing their own thing. And if we're all doing on our own thing, we're not going to accomplish much of anything. Mm -hmm. We're really not. You know, one of my favorite illustrations, Mike, <laughs> is uh, uh, whenever I have an opportunity to, to speak to a crowd of people, I, I love to ask people, I, just, I like to say, uh, everybody close your eyes. And then everybody point toward north. Right. Now it's funny because yeah. when you do I've seen that, you do this before. Uh, yeah, and when you do that, uh, you get people, and then you tell them to open their eyes, and people are pointing in every direction, man. And usually, you got somebody who's pointing straight up, right? And so, uh, uh, so, uh, so here's what happens: is that unless we have a leader that is leading toward mission, we will. We will not, not because we intentionally mean to, but we will end up going in different directions and probably the wrong direction. Yeah. And so the number one task, the number one responsibility of a disciple-making pastor is that they help lead the church, everybody in the church, toward mission. Everybody going in the same direction, everybody going in the right direction. Mm. So if we're using the illustration, everybody going north and everybody working together to get there. And so that's so important that a disciple-making pastor understands that his number one responsibility is to lead toward mission. You know, Jesus said something very important at the end of his life. In John chapter 17, verse 4, he makes a statement in a prayer to his father. And he says, 
I glorified have glorified you on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what I would say is that if a pastor can say at the end of life and the end of ministry, if he can say that I have brought you glory on earth by completing the work that you, you know, gave me to do, then here's what we've done. We've led toward mission. Yeah, that's good. And we have pointed people in the right direction and in the same direction. And if we get to the end of our ministry and actually even to the end of our life and we can't say that, then here's what we've done is that we've been busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've been busy and we might've even been busy about some good things, Good things. but we haven't necessarily been busy about the right, right things. things. If it's not the mission of Jesus Christ, can I just tell you, it's the wrong thing. That's right. It's the wrong thing because if it's not his mission, then guess what? Then it's become our mission. It's become my mission. And that, that, that's not what a pastor's job, a pastor's not been put in a local church to fulfill his own mission, he's been there to accomplish Christ's mission. Hmm. You know, there's a couple of questions that I, I, I think are really important when we talk about this subject, Mike. I, I think the first thing is this, if I was, you know, if I had a chance to sit down with a pastor and asking him, you know, how's he doing at leading a church to making disciples? You know, the first question I would ask is, number one, is it how clear is the mission to you? How clear is it to you and how, how clear are you making that to the people in your in your congregation in your church? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so if 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 you were to go to any other organization and uh, ask how clear the mission was, you would hope that everybody would know exactly what the goal was, exactly what the the end product was. And so, uh, so if we would expect that for a, a corporation, a, a, an educational institution, whatever, whatever the case may be you would certainly hope that that would be true for the local church. Yes. Man, what, what more? Even more so. Yeah, because the stakes are so much higher mm. in whether or not, you know what, Mike? If the church doesn't fulfill its mission, it's the difference between heaven and hell for a lot of people. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah, actually, it's the difference between heaven and hell for all nations. Mm. And the enemy would work so hard to get our eyes off the mission and to get us pursuing so many other things, Jesus made it clear, I want you to go make disciples of all nations. That's the reason the church exists. That's what we need to do. The number one job of a, of a disciple-making pastor is to point in that direction. Another question that I would like to ask is, is that I would ask that pastor, when you look back at your time as a pastor, can you identify multiple generations of disciples? Hmm. Great question. You know? And uh, I mean, that's putting it right there where the rubber meets the road. It really is. And I think we would be shocked and surprised at what we have. Uh, you know, there was a guy that's a, an associational missionary that we do a lot of work with, uh, with, uh, with Impact, and made a, a statement. He has about uh, a little over 40 pastors that are in his association. And you were with me when mm-hmm. we talked to him. And uh, we asked him the question, how many of your pastors in your association are leading their churches to make disciples? And what was his response? Three. Three. Three out of... That he a, thought. Three that he thought right. were making disciples. So, wow. I, yeah, I think incredible. we've got some work to do. Yeah, you think when we see that the, the mission is clear, 
Yeah. We would say, and I think lots of pastors would say, yeah, that is the mission of the church. Yeah. But when you, you that last question, I think is a yeah. very discerning question. Yeah. And it very clearly identifies whether or not they're leading towards mission. So Mike, after 30 years of trying to lead a local church, one of the things that, uh, that God has really put on my heart is the importance of trying to help other pastors um, really kind of kind of lean into and and figure out how do you become a disciple making pastor and so uh, we have started what I think is a is an incredible resource for pastors called uh, the an equipping group for yes. the making of a disciple making pastor and so great uh, stuff we have started these online equipping groups right. for pastors anywhere that want to be equipped and want to be trained it's not really a uh, a coaching group or a uh, uh, or a uh, a cohort. It really is a place to come and learn and be trained. We will spend six months looking at the six priorities of a disciple-making pastor out of the life of Christ. So every time we'll look at Jesus, we'll try to figure out uh, how we learn from that priority and then how to live it out. Yeah. And so that's kind of our grid that we use. And, uh, and so a pastor that wants to, um, to find out more about that group, they can contact us at uh, Impact Ministries, uh, Impact uh, Discipleship Ministries, impactdisciples.com. Right. And uh, we're starting these online groups uh, on an ongoing basis. So it's really easy to get plugged into one. So they could jump in at any time. They can jump in at any time. Good. And uh, the way that it works is, is that we send them uh, uh, something to read and something to watch ahead of time. And then we schedule a time so that it's, it's a live call. Uh, there's up to uh, seven or eight people uh, on that, in that equipping group because we want it to be about relationships and we want it to be yep. personal. And so it's not a, just a prepackaged thing. It's a, it's a, it's a live uh, opportunity to, be, uh, to, to, to learn, to be sure. equipped, to that become a disciple-making pastor. What a great opportunity, Ken. And yeah. thank you so much for your heart and your passion and your faithfulness to beat the disciple-making oh, drum. Bet, man. And I know we're all we're trying to, to figure do. out how to flesh this out in a local church context and, and yeah. your heart to help uh, pastors do that as well. We'd love to encourage you to consider being a part of one of those equipping groups. And so you can go online to the website and, uh, and reach out there to sign up for one. So thank you, Ken, for uh, leading us this Absolutely. way and your heart to lead toward mission. And our heart is to help you lead toward mission as well. And so thanks again for joining us today. Mm. We look forward to the sessions ahead <laughs> as we continue to learn how to become a disciple-making pastor. Yeah, amen. <laughs>